Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of The Root of All Ashley. If you're listening to this podcast, then good news. You're not being possessed by the ghost of Helen Keller. <laughs> Joining me today is my co-host, Adrian. Adrian, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> That's it. That's it. There's more, but <laughs> I want to continue with the flow. It's okay. Okay. All right. Well, and also today, we have a first-time guest for you know this show. Um, he's a big movie buff, an avid reader, and he's also a self-published author. And most importantly, he's my best friend. Introduce yourself. Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Jeffrey. Uh, like uh, Ashley said, I am a self-published author. I also love movies and TV shows, books, are my cathedral. This is what I do. This is where I go. And yeah, I think I'm thankful for being part of the show right now. Thank you guys. Well, you know, that's it. That's introduction. So we can stop the show now. What? All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> well, this the is, most important part is this done. Is <laughs> this is new. This is my first podcast. So is this really how it goes? For the most part, yes. For the most part. So, I mean, um, you know, just to get you started off here, you know, there's two mottos that this podcast goes by. It's clear it, the first one is don't be a dick. And the second one is how is life? The first one, I'm, I might have some issues with the first one because, I don't know, I'm kind of a dick. But the last one, no problem. Hey, listen. No, no, no. No, you're not a dick. You're an asshole. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I mean, don't be a dick as in, you know, if you're walking down the street and you saw an old lady drop something and she's struggling to pick it up, would you help it? Would you pick it up for her? Yes, you oh. probably would. Of course. Now online, are you going to be an asshole? Yeah, I'm an asshole too. <laughs> so yes. that's the part is like you're going to have your basic human decency, where you're not screaming at a cashier just simply because the coupon is expired and there's nothing you can do, and you to continue to scream at them anyway. That's what we mean by don't be a dick. Hey, the more you scream, the faster the coupon actually gets accepted. That's basic science. Everybody knows about that. Well, how do I scream the more the more backwards I go in time? <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I can't deal with those people. No, I will never be like that though. Um, I'm pretty cool. I have I have enough morals to know exactly when I'm being too much of a dick and I can actually down it down. So yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Of, yeah. Of, uh, Vouch for your sense of uh, morality here. <laughs> Thank um, you, if. Actually, well, I figured, you know, with the show, it goes off random. We can talk more about stuff you're interested in, stuff that you're doing at the moment. But I kind of wanted to do part of this podcast. We're just talking a little bit of our history as friends because it's so chaotic. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Our friendship has just been, yeah, like you said, chaotic. It's just crazy. The stuff we've been through, uh, the stuff we've done. Yeah, but it's been, it's, it's been beautiful, though. It's like... A beautiful disaster. <laughs> it, highlighting the disaster part. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, what was it? Like, probably the first year, two years alone was nothing but drinking and partying. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of drinking. Um, mostly by you, but also by me, because you kind of... Uh, I feel like there was a lot of um, peer pressure. But, <laughs> but I still enjoyed it, though, because I... It was it was fun. It was very fun. Like everybody else drinking, so I was I was part of it. Everybody was having fun, and I enjoyed it. It was that's what you do in your twenties, right? That's what you do in your early twenties and your mid twenties. You have fun, 
you hook up. Struggling hook on the stuff. whole peer pressure part here. Where was the peer pressure when you drank one too many at that drag show, entered the contest, and danced to Eminem without me? Excuse me. This was supposed to stay between us. Um, and I found that video, by the way. Oh, no, please. Don't ever shut up to anybody. I, oh, I it's, hope. It's going yeah, to just like, it's going delete to it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, it was a crazy night that night. I remember. Um, you was do? it after work? Was it after work? Yeah, it was after work. That's pretty cool. Had a lot of fun. Yeah, the drag show was awesome. Like, there was one of the coworkers, I think, that we were celebrating and like, helping out. And I forget his name, but it was great though. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, had a lot of fun that night. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I have the video evidence to prove how much fun you had. <laughs> Listen, whenever you're singing Eminem and you're drinking a lot, a lot of um, liquor, and you just listen to good music, you can't really not be having fun. You know, it's impossible. So you've become very chaotic when you've had too many to drink and you're dancing. Uh, do you know the scene where Terry Crews is like shirtless and he's holding up the like the light stick and he's like doing that was me. and he's so straight faced and serious while he's doing it? That is you when you dance. You do that, that is a compliment, faster, but that is I'll, you. I hope you do realize that this is a compliment. You're not saying anything wrong at all. No, no, this is an insult. I'm just saying, like I've noticed that. So every time I ever see that scene of Terry Crews dancing, I'm always thinking that's how Jeffrey dances. Yo, Terry Crews is so buff, bro. He's so like shaped, like muscular and everything. This is this is what I want to look, anyways. So thank you, Ashley, for saying that. And, <laughs> and his dancing move in that movie was incredible. It's, especially singing, but his singing was pretty good. So I like his singing. So, no, don't yeah. let the ego to go too far. I know, I know. I got, I got, I got to dial it down a bit. You see, this is, this is why I need you. This is why I'm with friends. This yeah. is this is why I'm around. This is yeah. what I'm here for. This is why. I have not swan dive off of um, a high flight of stairs yet. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to do, to do that. You don't need to do that. I mean, it's tempting. You know, you, you're in a high spot and all you can think is like, yeet, jump. Yeet? No. <laughs> no more yeeting for anybody. I'm going to be here and taking care of you making sure that you don't eat from anything, okay? No high places. Uh, generic excuse. <laughs> but yeah um those years were like one of the best years we ever had like i think personally like i enjoyed it um there was some sad parts let's just pass through that but um most of them were incredible um sea world was just like when you're young this is the best place to work basically like you meet all types of different people you have incredible experiences and it's just like just uh it's just an incredible place to work at and to party, basically. It's funny because today I was just sharing with one of my coworkers because we are all talking about past jobs. And I was mentioning how SeaWorld, not being the best job out there, not being the best job, paying job out there, clearly, but it was the most fun work environment I was ever in. Because our, like, our restaurant was just pure chaos. Well, for sure, oh, it was insane. Complete shenanigans. Um, <laughs> And then I told the story of uh, <laughs> the water fight in the kitchen. Oh, the water wars. Oh my God. Not the water wars. Do, do you want to tell it or do you want me to? Uh, it doesn't matter. I can't tell it. You can tell it. 
Now, actually, actually, before you guys get into that, I actually do have a question. I don't, don't want to interrupt or anything. Sure, go ahead. Let's tell the audience, how did you guys meet? Oh, it's cool. Yeah, we're working there. We're co-workers. Yeah, you think that would be important to mention? Yeah, uh, thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, we started at SeaWorld together. Um, I was already there for maybe a month. And... Um, I remember Jeffrey came in with this other little bit of handful of people and like it was right off I couldn't I couldn't tell you the words or anything, but I just remember Jeffrey's on the line with this other dude that was, you know, his best friend for a time. And I just started smack talking them. I was already starting bullshit with them. Yeah. She was always studying stuff. But again, she still does that, so that was Ashley. That's pretty it never yeah. changes. I still remember, like, your very first impression. You're like, you have mischievous eyes. Yeah. Dude, like, this is this is the first things I, I noticed about you when I first saw you. I was like, your eyes are, like, so green and also so mischievous. I was like, what's going on here? But, yeah, they were captivating, for sure. Feature of your doom. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Oh, man. Oh, uh, that was... We were young. We were so young. And now, and now we dude, fast forward. Years, dude. Now we fast forward ten years later to you guys. How do you think? How do you think your friendship has evolved? You know, as far as getting to this point, you know, where, where the trust is there between you guys. Of course, to do a podcast, you know, in front of the world. Oh, I think it's just evolved perfectly well. Um, yeah, like I, Ashley or oh, Prudy, as I call, that's my nickname for her. Is like the one of the best persons I've ever met. And we have like a very cool, funny, relaxed friendship that we share. We share almost everything, and even the things that we don't share, there's an amount that's said that's not said. I don't know how to explain that, but it's just that that's just just the way our friendship has been. And it's been like ten years now because we met in 2012. It's been a decade now, I think. So yeah, we've been yeah, it's been a great friendship. Yeah, uh, I mean, same thing. It it actually started off, like, where we weren't friends, like, I mean, best friends right off the bat. Like, we were co-workers and stuff like that. It's kind of started with, because his current best friend at the time, I was seeing a little. And, you know, there were some chaos and things that happened. And one day, you know, it was supposed to be a few of us going to go see movies after work. And people bailed, and it just ended up being Jeffrey and I. And we went to go see Prometheus, and him and I just took the bus together, and we hung out. And then it just kind of spawned from there, from shenanigans at, at work to after work, okay, we're going to go hang, we're going to go party. And it just continued to develop where we just hung out all the time. We always went to go see movies together, um, drink, just party. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you when exactly we faded out of it. I guess it probably seven, eight years ago. Um, I know I started fading out of it after I got married, and... Um, I mean, we both started maturing from there, and we just talk a lot. I mean, sometimes we don't talk for days, but I think almost at, at least every day, even if we don't have a conversation, probably every day we still tag each other in funny memes and videos <laughs> or share them. Now, we used to tag them on Facebook, but someone got thrown in Facebook jail so much <laughs> that he had to leave Facebook. Listen, Mark Zuckerberg can go suck. <laughs> Because it would be like all the time I'm being tagged or he I'm tagging him and how I would know he's in Facebook jail would be I go to tag him and his name doesn't pop up. So, what happened? Or, Where is he? 
I'm just minding my own business and then I'm getting a text message of a random meme coming to my phone and all I can think is like, God damn it, Prudy. <laughs> what what little girl did you make cry this time? What? I don't make nobody cry. I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody's oh. getting mad on Facebook for no reason. Like, Facebook is like a cesspool of just sad uh, crybabies, to be honest. Because like, yeah. you, can't, you can't say anything on there. It's crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hardly ever. I don't post things. I don't. I'm not really interactive on Facebook at all. I just occasionally just have it popped up, just to, like, scroll through it for like ten seconds, and then I'm back, I'm back off. I usually just keep it to look back on the memories that pop up. Uh, but you know, to, to just kind of top off like where we are in our friendship today, just to the same thing. We just tag each other in stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> we we talk about nonsense. We talk about serious things. We talk about nothing. We don't hang out as much as we used to, and it pretty much started with COVID. Um, well, I wouldn't say COVID. It started, you know, obviously, death of my dad and whatnot, and that kind of pushed me away from hanging out with a lot of people. So before then, we hung out, like, all the time, yeah. and now it's between, then it ha that happens, COVID, and now it's just our work schedules. It's, like, a little hard, even though I actually, we actually live closer now than when I lived in Titusville uh, since I've moved. Uh, we should probably really work on that, but we're, at the same time, we're both, like, introverts. True, true, true. Yeah, um, um yeah, like you said, like Ashley said, yeah, um, work schedule, life, major life events happening, and sometimes, like, adulthood just pulls people away a bit. But what's cool about our friendship is that even though we both became adults, we started taking our work and our job seriously, we started getting, we got married, well, she got married, and I got, um, more jobs going on and more work and so yeah we still maintain our friendship even if adulthood is pulling us apart and we keep going anyways and through memes through jokes through instagram through texting through more to modern social media we still maintain our friendship that's, that's, a, pretty, that's, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool thing so i'll ask one more question i'll let you two go at it what what is the defining moment for you guys which solidified, you know, you guys being best friends? It was a certain moment, certain adventure, you know, just like, what, what, do, you, what do you think it was? <laughs> Silence. All right. I, I, I don't know. That's what I mean is I don't know what it really solidified that we became best friends. It just morphed into it. It, it was sometime... After we left SeaWorld, well, we, Jeffrey roommate at SeaWorld, um, between the many times that he had quit in between, um, and just would walk out, and yet they would still hire him for some reason. That was surprising. They kept hiring me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, back then, originally, his best friend was someone I had I was seeing for a little bit. And I don't know. I guess eventually, uh, you know, when that thing didn't work out between us, if, I don't know on his end, their relationship dissolved or whatever, but just Jeffrey and I were just hanging out all the time. Um, I can't tell you, so again, going back to, I can't tell you an exact moment where I'm like, yeah, this is my best friend. It just was like one day I was like, yeah, best friend right there. But something that's like, again, it's not solidifying it. It's nothing. It's more of like, uh, I don't know how to say it, but basically Jeffrey is kind of like right there on the top as best friend, simply because 
Yeah, I have a couple other best friends. I have someone named Shauna, I have a Becky, I have a Veronica. But, like, they don't come, like, so, yeah, I can laugh with them, too. I can hang out with them. I can do, but at the same time, it's like, when it comes to doing activities and stuff, yeah, all day, you know? You can, I can really do that with anybody. Um, I have my own unique relationships with them as well as I do with Jeffrey here. But what keeps Jeffrey right there in the top for me is that defining moment where, you know, a few years ago when I lost my dad, I had no one talk to me. Not really anyone, like I know Adrian, you did, like you reached out here and there and stuff like that. Like, but I'm talking about like people that were close with me, no one was talking to me. No one was reaching out. No one was even bothering to, and yeah, there's nothing you can say or do. You don't know what to say. And I understand those things, but it's the fact that some of these people didn't even make an attempt to just check in on me. Um, I would go months without hearing from someone and I heard from someone just to be told, you know, um, hey, I need help with a resume. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not thinking about suicide every day. Um, but Jeffrey here, from the very first day, like when that news broke out, you know, immediately, and he had only met my dad like maybe two times, and he just knew, like, captured my dad's personality, and he wrote like a poem for my dad, and it just hit him so hard, like it just was the complete embodiment that we put on the back of his uh, obituary, on his obituary. And everyone's like, oh my God, who wrote this? And I'm like, Jeffrey, my best friend. And we're like, that's amazing, that's him. And so that was the first thing. But then from there on, every day Jeffrey talked to me. And hardly ever was it about, hey, you know, how are you feeling? How you doing? No, it was just talking to me. Whether it was sharing something funny or just talking to me about something random. But Jeffrey talked to me every single day. And that stood out to me was because our relationship as friends very rarely is it emotional. We don't get really down the nitty gritty on personal lives, um, emotions, things like that. We just, we're not that type. We'll do like two awkward hugs a year when we exchange a birthday gift at Christmas. <laughs> and we're like, do the awkward hug because we're just not that, that type of person. <laughs> but that's what I appreciate. And I've said this to anyone that have, would listen to me. My husband does it like, my other like couple of really close friends know this i appreciate that like i don't care if someone feels bad because they realize that they weren't that good of a friend during the time i knew them but jeffrey was there every day talking to me about complete nonsense or whatever but he was talking to me and he was keeping my mind active on other things even if it was just for five minutes or an hour or longer shorter and that meant more, that means more to me than anything. So it's not the solidifying, defining moment of our friendship that, that like set it in stone, but it's something that I full on appreciate where it's like, yeah, that's my best friend. I, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not gonna push him out as a friend ever. Oh, that's beautiful. I know you get that one time. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm so glad I was here to listen to this. I feel so validated right now. Yeah, we're not going to Megatron. <laughs> that was your birthday gift. <laughs> well, I mean, Jeff, if it makes you feel any better, I mean she didn't add me into that friend list. Um she also she didn't add in the the hug she you know, the, the hug she gave me when I was over at her house. She didn't add in the fact that anything I've done, but it's okay. I mean I'm not bitter or anything. I'm just 
sitting back listening to you guys, you know, drone on about your friendship as I just sit here, play on my phone, and crying inside into my pillow. It's okay. Oh, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, this is not about me. I, I just didn't want to smother you with. But it's okay. I will sit back here in my little corner and uh, please, guys, continue. It's okay. Forgive my. Drowned a heartfelt confession here. Forgive my, you know, I mean, forgive my audible um, sighs and pains here, but please, Jeff, continue. Because you're making me sound like a dick to the people. I mean, I am a dick, but you don't have to let them know that. <laughs> Please continue. I will drown my sorrows in apple pies. It's okay. Okay, I drown mine in alcohol. <laughs> I get fatter thanks to you. Thanks to you. I, I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from you. No, uh, please, Jeff, continue. Oh, wow. Well, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was just enjoying this. You guys are so funny. But, um, yeah, I don't think, um, I, I can't think of one moment that's really solidified a friendship or that made us become um, the best friends. I can think of one single moment because we have so many moments, different moments, different places, different years of things happening. And like Ashley said, like um, us just going to the movies, discussing that, um, us hanging out at the bookstores, um, reading books, checking out books, talking about books, talking about characters, random stuff in life. And yeah, um, basically talking with Ashley and just, um, she's been one of the most consistent persons in my life, really. Because I have a lot of friendship. Um, and just like her, her ex-boyfriend, the one that she met at SeaWorld, um, he was a very good friend of mine. We were very close as well. We hang out, we went clubbing and everything. But um, after he left Orlando, things fell through. And we, we spoke sometimes, but eventually and we stopped talking. But with Ashley, we never stopped talking. Ashley was was always here. Um, she always remembers my birthday. She always remembers um, anything that's going on in my life. She's always there as well. And so she's been one of the most consistent persons in my life. So that's why our friendship has endured so long. So I've always seen her as my best friend. And I don't know exactly when I, I, I viewed her as my best friend, but probably like seven, five, eight years ago, I don't remember when, but um, that's, yeah, I was just, She's just, Ashley's always been here, so that's why I consider my best friend. Yeah, and it's, it's something that just popped my mind. I put it, I would put a disclaimer for you. Um, like when I was dating, I, guys that I would talk to was like, okay, listen, I have a best friend. He's a guy. There's no sexual attraction between us. There's nothing there. There's never been nothing there. There's just that, don't worry about it. If this is going to be an issue for you, then um, if you're fine with it, okay, but I never want to hear the whole feel like, oh, where are you guys doing and bullshit. <laughs> I want to hear that. So I put out, I would always say that to a guy, like usually like the first day we're talking, like, hey, best friend's a dude, either you're comfortable with that or you're not. If you're not, that's fine. Go talk to somebody else. But that's just like a, that's like, that's the deal breaker. You're not okay with that? Fine. Bye. And with, you know, my husband has him. In the beginning, like, I don't know, maybe it was the first couple of years, you know, he'd be uncomfortable. He's like, oh, you're hanging out with a guy, blah, 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 blah. Okay, no sexual attraction between us, we're fine. Oh, guys can change their mind. No, I, I can tell you, I'm not his type. He's into skinny British white bitches. I am not <laughs> oh, God. If I don't look like Emma Watson, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, I, and I was like, listen, I said, well, we were, well, first, I was like, no, you didn't. I was like, oh, I know for a fact I did because I would say it to anybody that tried talking to me. So I know I said it to you. You you said yes. That's not my fault that you're uncomfortable with it now, which of course he's grown past his insecurity well, like years ago because he's learned to, he's learned that's like, okay, yeah, nothing's happened between them. I'm like, yeah, duh, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, yeah, the whole, this whole, it's because it's kind of hard for guys, which I understand because I'm a guy, it's like, having a girlfriend and she has guy friends, he always raises eyebrows and it's like, what's going on between you guys? But, um, yeah, like me and Ashley, nothing would ever happen. Which is weird because things could have happened. There was a lot of situations which things could have happened. But we never allowed that to happen for some reason. Which is good. I'm glad that never happened because that basically, us not having any type of sexual relationship, I think actually made us, made our friendship even stronger or something. Um, that makes sense. But, um, but yeah. Of our, of our nicknames, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Exactly. We were both prudes, basically. We, to each other, me, me and Prudy, me and Ashley are very uh, prudish in that sense. Everybody everybody else, though, yeah, we'll fuck everybody else, but with, with us, it's just, no, we're just pure friendship, pure love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's interesting to hear this, <clears throat> because nowadays in society, most people feel, um, and actually, I take that back. There are a whole lot of insecurities when it comes to men and women because it's that old adage of, you know, men and women can't be friends. And it spawns a lot of insecurities for that, like you guys touched on earlier. In the beginning, you know, Ashley, your husband was, was kind of wary about it. But as time went on, of course, you guys have a strong marriage. There's trust there. Along with Jeff, you guys are best friends. There is that love and there's trust and there's faith in there as well. Why do you think that men and women that most men agree with women that they can't be friends i mean why do you think that is um man that's a tough question i think that's a question that everybody keeps asking still to this day um i'm gonna try to work with your (laughs) i'm gonna try to go at it but i don't know if i'm gonna answer for everybody for the rest of humanity forever but let's see um just because we know this is what we're here for the human race is basically here to build, um, eat, fuck, and shit, and die. But yeah, so that's in that order, I guess. So this is why we're here. We have the equipment. This is why we're here. People keep keep creating all these ideas about what we're supposed to be doing on Earth, and all these um, all these ideas, all the symbols. But really, all we're here to do is to just build stuff, have sex, and then die. But so. Of course, because of that reason, uh, that creates a lot of um, conflicts between um, people who are trying to create a long-term relationship. So it's it's gonna the friction will always be there, I think. And depending on the society, it might change. Um, but most societies, if they are, I don't want to sound like a feminist, but if they're like patriarchal, if they have a sense of um, property so the capitalism so the ownership of the woman by the man will always be um prevalent so therefore it's kind of uh it's kind of hard to rip that from the mind of any regular walking day man you have to be very i don't want to say like uh, i don't want to sound like uh i really um bumpers full but like you have to be very advanced in your mind basically you have to have a certain uh 
thinking level that you don't see you you don't allow your desires to override your logic but that's not gonna happen anytime soon so that's gonna be prevalent for a long time unfortunately so we hear the the words from a stoic over here and there's me the married woman um so like from my perspective on that i think it kind of all dwells down to insecurities um like you know you have the fear that you know okay that that this my woman this my man you know caveman style but it comes down to okay like for me you know jeffrey's my best friend he's a dude you know like if my husband were to come home today say, oh yeah, I'm gonna hang out with my friend, um, Stephanie or whatever, and it's a female, and I'm like, the fuck did you just? Like, <laughs> I'm a hypocrite in that way. Who the hell is I Stephanie? I wanna lose my shit with him. Because I'm like, since when is it making new, you know, opposite gender friends okay in this household? Like, I, because I, like, full on, I will say, I'm a hypocrite. I am very insecure, because other than day, I am not the best looking person out there. I am not the thinnest person. And, on top of that with my whole hair issue from from my hair loss with covid like that makes me feel even worse so like he even looks in the direction where i think a woman had previously stood five minutes <laughs> i get still work um so for that already is in the insecurity and of course there's the fear like okay what if my partner is hanging out with the opposite gender and comes to find out that they enjoy their time or that they're more attracted to them I could lose this person, so I have the more urge to hold on to them and never let them leave my sight, because I don't want them to find something better than me and leave. And then, you know, of course, any other way you put it, it really dwindles down to the insecurity, um, whether it can go so far as toxic to just basic, you know, the human desire to have another one, like, to, you know, eat, sleep, and fuck with, as the Stoic says. <laughs> like, so, that's my take on it. And, you know, on top of that, like, you know, the, there's a culture background to it. Like, my husband's from the Middle East, and they have, like, the cultural background. Like, you know, um, you don't hang out with the opposite gender unless you're family or you're married. You know, it's it, it's not, like, I mean, it's more modern now. It's getting better and better. But, you know, it's been a little bit of an ideal over there. And I'm not, not going to speak too much on it because I'm at the end day. I'm not from there. But under, so I try to see the point from my husband. So... Whereas I know Jeffrey, I can invite him over here to my house and him and I can hang out like alone and no one be here. At the end of the day, I know that's pushing my husband's boundaries. So when Jeffrey and I hang out, um, you know, we primarily hang out going out, like going to movies, going shopping, going to the bookstore just to look around and buying five books anyway. Um, we do things outside. And if it comes to like the privacy like of like a home, like my husband's here, someone else is here. So I respect him to, to that degree, of course is you know i know there's nothing wrong with it i'm not going to end my friendship but i'm still going to take some steps to make my husband feel better um and where he's comfortable but yeah insecurities uh whatnot and um you know for legal purposes i was only joking when i said i will flat out murder my husband if he becomes friends with the opposite gender <laughs> the views <laughs> the views on the Rudolph Isle Ashley does not reflect the views of the Walker AC experience Jeff or anything else in between okay we just had to get that little disclaimer out of the way um, <laughs> no problem so my views on that is um, I believe men and women can be friends 
is just what I agree with both of you. You know, it's a matter of insecurity and it's a matter of trust. And it's more the matter of insecurity than anything else because we have, we have been raised um, since, you know, like the moment we can form a thought that we're supposed to be married to one person. We're supposed to be married, kids, picket fence, everything else in between. So when you find yourself in a relationship, whether it be new or just somewhere down the road, you're programmed to have that mindset of this is mine and not thinking that in the grand scheme of things, we're all just primitive animals. We're just meat with eyeballs, you know, that are supposed to be on this world to do A, B, C, and D and not really focusing on that. We're focusing on this is mine. And that's such a selfish thing to do, in, in my opinion. Um, but we're just used to that. And if we don't have that, then we have to have that. We have to have this is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. You know, the term mine is very selfish, but not too many people think about that. And, you know, that's just my take on it. I, I never understood it. I guess that's why I suck at relationships, you know, but, you know, but, you know, but, but, you know, but, that, you know, that, but that's just my opinion on that, you know, on that aspect. Um, yeah, we can touch, we, we can definitely touch more upon it or we can jeter to another subject. I know, I actually like that subject. That's very, <laughs> she got some writing on there. And, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I actually like that subject a lot. It's very interesting to me because, um, it's weird because like I, I think of myself right now i'm 33 years old and i think of most 33 year old men uh by this time i'm married or already have relationships and whatnot and but i think of myself back 10 years ago when i was 23 years old and how i used to uh, view women and how i viewed relationships i think now i view it completely different um back in those days <laughs> was mostly I was most um I was mostly seeing women as sort of property like I was thinking not property I want to see property but it was a sense of like you like Adrian said of uh, oh you're mine this is mine um, she is mine but it takes so long time for somebody to actually realize it took me a long time to realize eventually that you cannot truly own anybody even if you make a vow to be together that vow is only verbal we can invite the government into that vow and make it legal to the law but truly the person itself is not truly your property per se they're not they don't belong to you they belong to themselves so it's very hard for you that proves otherwise sorry what you say <laughs> i said i have a Iranian document that proves otherwise it literally oh. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I want to read that document, Brittany, whenever you have time. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump by and read it. But, um, so, to me, um, that's, with that said, I don't, but now I, I've, I've moved from that. Ten years later, from 23 to 33, I think I've moved from that point of view. And I now understand human relationships are going better, I think. And I think that it's possible for people to be together, have that vow and understanding, and still be able to express love, express emotions for somebody else without that being um, too problematic. But that's something else, but that's just something that I'm fine. And it's, to me, what I'm not expressing myself well, but what I'm trying to say is that 
you can truly possess somebody. Um, you can be in their heart, you can be in their minds. So what we're, what we're doing as human beings through marriage, through relationship, is just a sort of facade of keeping together this idea of us being together. But really, we are never together since there's always a separation. We're like islands and the sea of life is just around us. So I don't, I don't think that idea of ownership, even though it, we feel it as real inside of us, because we're we're primates, we still have those basic emotions. I don't think that um, sense of ownership of the goodness can actually be um, can actually become too productive. And I see it every day in social media and just people are just observing relationships my family and friends that eventually we are going to be moving towards a different sort of order in our relationship um, worldview. But as for now, everything seems fine. And so the facade continues, but yeah. That's all I have to say. Ashford? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I lost her. <laughs> It got too deep for me, and like my um, my and like zapped out. Uh, Squirrel. <laughs> I was like, look, I was like watching my like my little LED bun bun light like glow between different colors, and I was just like immersed in it. I was like, ooh, what is that? <laughs> no, yeah, like when you were talking about like how his behavior towards women was in the past. So I wanted to cut in so badly. I was like, why he was throwing Facebook jail so much? Oh, and I, there was a time that there was this woman that actually did her research through his profile. I guess you didn't have to look hard, but basically figured out I'm his best friend. <laughs> and then she's messaging me. She's like, do you know what your best friend is doing? Do you know the things he is saying to women and... <laughs> what like what he stands for and stuff like are like do you are you aware of your best friend's behavior and my respect i was like bitch shut the fuck up (laughs) brutally respect i was like i had to i was like i'm not getting into this shit he's his own person do i but do i stand by everything he's saying of course not like but he's my best friend and unless he's not doing anything outside of the realm of the internets, <laughs> um, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not fine with it. But I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm, a, I'm not his mom. <laughs> you go message her, and then she can beat his ass. I'm not gonna do anything. So, but I didn't say all that. I basically just told this bitch to go shut the shut the hell up, and like I blocked, deleted and blocked her. Well, I'm like, it's not my problem. That's that's his own life. You know, if a woman is crazy enough to stalk him down and kill him, that's his own problem. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Clearly, he's changed now, uh, so which I think it's for the better because eventually some woman, some feminist woman, is gonna come knocking at your door and kill you. <laughs> I changed for the best. Okay, I'm a, I'm a new man. I've been reborn. Yeah, and just just so people get clarification, because no one's gonna really know outside of us why Jeffrey and I started giggling and laughing when Adrian was talking. We weren't laughing at Adrian. <laughs> We have a chat in Discord where we're recording this through, 
and <laughs> and Adrian was saying something, and and Jeffrey put in a, a you know a message to agree. And my immediate response was, don't text in here while he's talking. That's rude. And I kept talking. <laughs> and that's what we were laughing about. Just so people have that con that clarification as to why we started laughing during a serious moment. Uh, exactly. That's not, nothing new between us anyway, but still. Yeah, we're not being rude. We're just having an inside joke here. We're just assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. This is one of the main reasons why I'm quiet, you know, when you guys talk. So I just want to listen. If I interject anything, you know, you know, Ashley, Ashley would definitely talk behind my back and crack some jokes. So I understand. Well, listen, I do it about my own stuff. I look in the mirror and I turn around and I'm like, damn, that bitch is ugly. <laughs> what the hell? Yo, you, you got to stop it with the self-marketing jokes. <laughs> why? It brings joy. Ashley, yeah, I've been doing their jokes too. I've been doing their jokes too. So, um, no, uh, I mean, clearly I love, I love the joke. Like, I love the shock factor, which I just, uh, <laughs> I came up with it today. The whole introduction <laughs> about being possessed by the ghost of Helen Keller. Oh yeah, that's, that was fire. I love that. that I was, was like, what? I at my desk at work so hard. That's beautiful. You know what? I'm going to start writing some jokes for this, for this podcast because that was beautiful. Every every week I try to have something interesting to say when I do an introduction. Okay. So, for last week it was about what what did I say? Um, for for the last episode, I'm sorry, not last week. Well, I mean technically for people listening, yes, last week. Um, it was something like you know if you're still here listening, that's right. You have a gas leak. You need to get that checked. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, you did not see that. Yeah, like if you, I, I'll send you the links, but like you go back and you like click. And like you listen to these intros, they're 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 something else. I'm gonna check it out for sure because I want to see what you guys been talking about. So. Meanwhile, so. Adrian's sitting there listening. It's like this bitch didn't even share it with her best friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a lot of time. Like I'm doing a million things um, per second now, and it's crazy because I'm trying to catch up basically. And catching up is hard when you're doing a lot and you half your life and everything but i'm very busy but i'm gonna make time to catch up with all the podcasts you guys have been doing so i want to check it out so yeah many for the show i think this is a, this recording right here that's gonna be posted next week i believe i think this is recording five six okay i'm gonna uh, Adriana? I'm here. Adriana. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, oh, he put his mic on mute and he just like zoned out. He just is, is like, like what? Oh, no, no. no. <clears throat> I'm listening. You guys enjoy oh. yourself. Um, actually, um, Ashley, have you explained to, to Jeff the genesis uh, of you and I doing a show together? Wait, we are doing a show together. No, what started you and I doing a show together? Really? Oh, oh the beginning. Genesis. The beginning. Um, I mean, you can you can explain it. You know, Adriana, you've been pretty quiet during this episode. People are going to think that we're holding a point a gun at your head, which is what we're not doing. Wink, wink. Yeah, what gun? What? Please send extra monies to Ashford's uh, cash app, please, for my release. 
Um, no, I mean, you never, you, I mean, you never really hear about um, black hostages because they don't care. Um, I digress. So um, <laughs> they don't put themselves in that situation because they're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, uh, the genesis of uh, of Ashley and I doing a show was I used to do a podcast maybe once a month, once every couple of weeks, just on a whim because I didn't think too much of the show. I didn't like my voice. Blah 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 blah. And um, Ashley, love your voice. Oh, well, I mean, I've been told I have a face for radio, but I digress. Uh, so, <laughs> I heard it somewhere. So, uh, no, she, you know, she, she, she left her job a bit ago, and uh, we used to work together. We got reacquainted months down the road, and I just asked her to talk about it um, on the air, and we did, and she, it got such a good response. People loved her, you know, her witty comments and her humor and everything of the sort. I asked her, why not? Let's do a show together. And we did, and it it was amazing. It was awesome. People loved it. You know, life happened. Um, you know, so Ashley had to do a couple of things and stepped away for a bit, and people kept asking for her and clamoring for her. So, year yeah, a year or so later, we brought her back, and it's been amazing ever since. And now we have you on the show. What do you think about the whole podcasting landscape? Oh, it's great. Um, so far. Yeah, I love it. You guys are cool. Um, but again, I'm biased because I'm, I'm your friend. So it's like, what am I going to say? This is the worst podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to checking out all the older podcast shows. I don't know what you guys call them. I'm going to check them out and see um, what was the deal. But yeah, actually, it's very funny. She's my best friend. So I know that everybody would love to hang out with her. So I mean, the podcast is basically just hanging out with Ashley. So that's a, that's always a plus. So, yeah. Keep in mind, earlier podcast, the earlier episodes besides the most previous one, the, the beginning ones are the sound quality on my end is bad because like I was talking through my earpieces and phone. So now I have a mic. I just got it right before the last recording session. So those other ones just bear with it. Like even for me, it's like cringy, but bear with it. Like there's some good spots there. Um, and going to what Adrian was saying here is I think what people loved was just how I went off on straight on vents. Like, <laughs> your girl was angry back then. Mm. I, I don't go through many of those tangents as much anymore unless, you know, uh, someone says how they never watched Star Wars. And that seems to trigger me. Um, you know, not no Star Wars. Not, uh, not, oh, yeah, uh, Jeffrey, you didn't know this. Up until recently, um, a, our friend Adriana here never watched Star Wars. Excuse me. No Star Wars. Y yeah. Wait, right? actually, I think he did mention that to me when we, when we met at a party, at your party. I think he did mention that. I was very surprised as you were. I was like, what the? Where have you been living for all your life? Well, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, I mean, it seems how this is Ashley's show. I have to acquiesce and make sure I watch all the Star Wars episodes and we have a long discussion about yes. it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for right now, as of this very moment, as I sit here, right here, right now, this is all This is all about her show. Uh, I'm the, you know, uh, I'm the humble co-host. You know, I mean, I'm her manservant in a non-sexual way. And so I just make sure she's comfortable with the show and... If she ever flies out of the nest, or a little baby bird, you know, evolves, and she will do well. She will absolutely do well. Garbage. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you guys seem cool. So I'm gonna come back again if you guys want me and chill with you guys and have a little talk. 
maybe come in with some new topics and whatnot. But yeah, you guys are pretty cool. I like tell you so what, far. Rudy. You know, our people will get with your people. Okay, I'll let no. my agent. <laughs> we we have other applicants lined up. You know, oh, okay. um, you'll know you'll get an too. answer. You know, sometime in the next week or two. You, you don't uh, understand, Rudy. Email. You know. You, you don't understand. I truly need this. This is this is my last shot. Like, no, no, we been, do understand this, and uh, I've been going it's through really a lot. not our man, problem. This is what I need to do right now. As out there, it's very tough. It's very yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, no, man, you did great. You did a great job. Yeah, um, yeah, we we'll get with you. You know, don't, don't worry. <laughs> Listen, Rudy, I did this, Rudy. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as so as we put a cap on the show, at, you know, as the show uh, you know comes to a close, um, anything on your mind, Ashford? You know, uh, as we wrap up. No, uh, nothing. Uh, this is actually how this episode, I was fully intending on it going because we need a little bit of breath of fresh air because on our last recording, uh, we came to a realization that our last few, like, you know, the beginning two episodes were kind of wild. Uh, we were talking about OnlyFans and really weird things we found on the internet. Um, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. check it all this up for sure. <laughs> they were a little wild. wild. And then we just kind of slumps into a few depressing episodes, mostly on my part. Uh, and I think we just kind of stuck to that. And root of all, Ashley isn't about, you know, dealing with my depression and just depressing topics all in general. Uh, it kind of goes off of, I mean, there's nothing really basis, but it's just me being me. And Adrian's usually like the source that kind of grounds you back, um, throws a curveball question back at you. He's got that smooth voice. That everyone is just drawn to and this is why i'm saying so i was thinking in my head this morning i was, <laughs> I was like you know coming up with ideas and things we could talk about and i think you had just tagged me in something something like that and it just kind of popped in my head i'm like yeah i remember jeffrey and adrian talking about being on the podcast i'm like let's bring him on uh let's do it because i was planning on doing a recording today or tomorrow anyway i was like let's bring him on and let's and I full on intended, I was like, I know it's going to be a shit show. It's just, it's not going to be serious with Jeffrey on. <laughs> so like, it's, it's bringing some, you know, my lightness back to it. Some shenanigans that speak, that's going back to like, okay, this is how the show, not like it's intended to be, but like, it's, this is like how, how like it. You can talk about serious things. You can talk about stupid stuff. There's going to be laughs. And I'm still very upset because I know Adrian, that you mute yourself, and so when you're laughing and cracking up, no one hears you, and I've told you to stop it. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're doing. I can tell you're muting yourself because it's not very, um, you know, what's, I forgot the word for it, but, you know, it's very obvious when you turn it back on to talk. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, we're changing. No, we're fixing this by the next recording. Like, mark my words, buddy. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, usually you're the one that starts this, but as we're going to be wrapping up the show, uh, you know, I I truly liked it. This episode was great. Not that I don't like all the episodes. I just, again, going back to saying the last few kind of more had a downbeat kind of theme to it. This one just kind of lifted things back up and it put me in a personally good mood and. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, you know. So for we'll start with Adrian and then Jeffrey, you know, you. Um, 
if you care to share, um, tell the people where they can find you. They want to look you up. Um, if there's anything that you're working on that you want them to see and know about, if you want them to message you, or come to your house and kill you in your sleep, whichever, you know, feel free to share. Adriana. <laughs> Well, I mean, with that kind of buildup, I mean, by all means, come to my house and kill me. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram um, under um, Experience by Adrian. That's with an X. Um, Experience by Adrian76. Um, that's where you'll find like little bits and bobs of me, pictures, memes, stuff like that. And of course, you can find me under all the links below, whether it be Google Podcasting, Alexa, Pandora, everything in between. That's what you can find the root of all Ashley as well. And of course, if you want to purchase any merchandise, speaking of merchandise, Ashley, it's coming. Um, and look under cafepress.com forward slash WACE. That's where you can find Experience by Adrian, the Walker AC Experience, everything in between. And of course, on Twitter at um, the Walker AC Experience 76, of course. So I'm going to turn it over to Jeff, our guest. Thank you so much for joining us as always. We'd love to have you back. Love you have you as part of the show, everything in between. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about you? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, it was uh, it was a great show so far for me. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to come to my house and kill me, that's fine. But also, you can always find me in, on Instagram. And over there, my tag name is Half Spaceship Will Travel. Half Spaceship Will Travel on Instagram. And I'm also working on um, a blog now. I just started a blog about a week ago. And it's basically my whole entire name. I don't know if I should say it online. That would be dangerous. But <laughs> it's I am Jeffrey Pertibois at WordPress.com. If you guys want to read uh, blogs about movie reviews about softwares um applications book reviews as well i'm gonna start making those i haven't started those yet but i'm planning on making some book reviews because i really as ashley said and so if you want to find me on there that's fine as well and that's pretty much it instagram and wordpress.com um yeah ashford where can i find you this is just your turn but the fact is that I'm on Cafe Press and I'm on the profile and I didn't say anything regarding my shirt design. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of other very cute designs that I think everyone should check out. Actually, my favorite one out of all of them is I Digress because you say that all the time. So that's like my favorite little one right there. Um, but I'm like scrolling up and down just waiting for my image to pop up with my, with my shirt. And it's not there. And after I did my aggressive typing to pull it back up, and then it's not there. So anyway, um, people, you can find me on Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady. As always, nothing's ever changed. There's no other social media platform that you will find me at. If you search Majestic Nerd Lady on anything else, it's, it's either it's not active or it's not me. Um, I do have an Instagram profile, The Root of All Ashley. It's not active at the moment. There's no pictures. There's nothing out there. Um, I will be adding things sometime in the future, but I mostly put that tag there just to have it saved for when I'm ready to post things. Again, you can find me at Majestic Nerd Lady at Instagram.com. And of course, below, um, Adriana, who says this is my show, but he's truly the brains behind it and he does all the work for it. I just simply show up and spew the garbage out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> we will post all the appropriate links below. And as he does, 
uh, because he's awesome, depending on the day of the week. And, um, you know, yeah. So before I wrap up with um, my my usual finale, does anyone have any last words to say? Not, and I say this in a non-threatening way. Send help. Um, Send help. Okay, Um. yeah, Jeffrey, uh, did you, would you have anything you'd like to say before we uh, close up shop? Um... No, it just was a great show. Um, I don't have any particular subject I wanted to, um, but yeah, this was a great show. I enjoyed it, and you guys are pretty cool, and hope to come back, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, definitely enjoyed having heroes. Lots of fun. Um, I was going to say words. Okay, you know, of course, we end the motto with don't be a dick, hoe is life, and there's a third <laughs> one that I'm getting ready to incorporate, which is fuck around and find out. Ho is like, I mean, hell is life. I mean, hell, my life is hell, so that kind of works. Uh, yeah, I hear your sister. Right? <laughs> so, you know, I, I leave this off with you, which is a final question, and which is, you know, what does an orphan call a selfie? What? A family portrait. Good night, everybody. Uh, oh, that's.